Welcome to A Builder's House. My name's Loz Markham and joining me for episode six, the final episode of the Divine Broom series is Lauren Cecil. Now you'd know Lauren from her Instagram account, The Coastal Barn Dream, where she shares with us her incredible home on the Gold Coast. And I have never been shy in saying it's one of my two favorite homes on Instagram. Lauren, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Lauren. And what a nice intro. Now, we always start the show by chatting a little bit about um, someone's qualifications in the building and design industry. You guys are a little bit different. Your husband is a shop fitter? Correct. So he's a builder slash shop fitter, but his business is shop fitting and doing um, restaurant fit outs and all that. So he's kind of, I guess, the builder slash project manager of this build. But as far as I go in qualifications, I'm just just doing what I love. And you guys have done this for quite a while. So this is you've actually done plenty of builds and renos, but this is the first one you've decided to document, right? Well, this is actually, we've renovated before, but we haven't actually built our own home before. So this is the first as far as building our own house goes. Um, and then, yeah, decided because it was our first build, thought on my personal page, I was documenting it. Um, and then I thought, you know what, I might pull it away from my personal page and for friends and family to continue following, but on its own platform. And that's kind of where it all began. And did you ever think that it would end up here? Um, no, I still think I, I have moments where I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Because I just, I guess I didn't open this account or start this account with any real kind of plans in mind with how it was going to take off. So, um, yeah, I had no idea it was going to be so welcomed and loved, I guess. So it's, it's a really nice feeling that so many people love what I've put together. And most recently turning into a photo shoot location. How's that been? Busy, really busy and, (laughs) and stressful. I mean, as much as I love it once all the cleaning and everything's finally done and I welcome, you know, someone into my home. The, the uh, you know, before that all happens, I'm an absolute stress <laughs> Trying to get my house clean and then keep it clean with my five little kids has been a bit insane, but I'm absolutely loving seeing my home as a backdrop in, you know, these brands uh, shoots, I guess, images. And the latest big one for you too, almost by like 2%, nearly the cover of a door magazine. What was that experience like? Oh, it was pretty, yeah. When when a door approached me and asked if I'd feature in their magazine, that was just, a, again, another thing that I did not expect. So when it came along, I, I guess I was in shock again, where I was like, wow, you really want to showcase my home in your magazine? So I was really yeah, taken back, but super grateful for that. And then to find out that I possibly had the chance of jumping on that front cover was even more exciting, but such a bummer not oh, making it. Oh, my gosh. It I blame was- being away. I was away. I was on a family holiday and I wasn't really kind of on social media. And so when I saw it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But you know what? To be in it is still amazing. And again, someone's house like Kelly Howard. Exactly. I'm like, do I have to be put up with that amazing home? (laughs) Uh, It's a good class to be in. 
I I can only dream. Um, Now let's go back towards the start of the building process. So as you said, your husband's a shop fitter, that's his business, but a builder. Mm -hmm. So you guys Mm -hmm. actually built and designed the whole project yourselves. Um, What other people did you need to get in on that experience? Did you guys have an architect? Yeah, okay. So we basically approached one of the designers slash, I guess, draftsmen that we've used previously on projects of ours. Um, So I basically went to him with what I wanted. I already had in mind and kind of mapped out how I wanted the plan to be and basically just relayed that to him to then be able to put that in plan form. So it was actually a really easy process because I kind of went into it. Like, obviously, I took some of his um, input as well, if he had any, but because I kind of knew what I wanted and how I wanted it to look, it was quite straightforward um, using him. So, yeah, we basically used him to draw up our plans and... um, throw some other ideas out there um, for the home. And then we basically used all our trades. They all came on board and um, helped us put this house together. And so how long did that process take? How long were you in the planning stages for after you bought the block? So we were probably, oh, by memory, I think it was, I mean, as far as getting the plans to where we wanted them to be, that process in itself was about six months or so. But then, of course, you know, there's so many approvals and everything like that outside of that, which took its own time. I think that was probably the most time consuming. And I think that's the same with most people building their own homes is kind of waiting. We had to wait for our land to settle. Our land hadn't even settled um, by the time we had finished our plans because that was delayed. Um, we're in like the last stage of the estate that they opened up. So that was a delayed process by a few months. Um, And then again, I think there were some other delays there as well. So probably all up, including doing our plans, it was probably a good maybe 10 months or so, but the getting the plans right on paper was probably a six month process. And then so when you moved into building, how long did the building process itself take? That was also a very quick process and I I thank my husband for that and his project management skills. Um, But that was a five-month process from start to finish. By the time we moved in and finished everything, it probably hit. I think we because of COVID we had you know, a few weeks or so delayed, you know, timeframes there, but probably all up, yeah, probably five, five and a half, including those delays. So it was a very quick build. Oh, wow. That is so, so quick. So we are going to talk about a specific room in your house today as part of the Divine Room series. Can you tell us what room we're going to be chatting about? Well, I'm actually sitting in it right now for you and it's the laundry. Not many people have a laundry beautiful enough to just chill out in. (laughs) I know. I thought, should I play the part and start folding some clothes while I'm at it just to bring me back to reality? But no, I'm sitting here and enjoying the clean laundry because I did have a shoot today, so my laundry is actually clean. (laughs) Amazing. And now this is a space that you get asked a lot of questions about. What do you think it is that really draws people in? 
I know. I think I'm so, yeah, I'm pretty surprised that this has become a really loved, talked about room. Um, I think for me, I think it would have to be the light and brightness of the room um, along with the size. I mean, it's not a, it's not a massive laundry, but it's definitely like comparing it to my older laundries, it's a lot bigger. So I think the layout really plays a part with it kind of giving that wow factor. But um, I think, yeah, the the lightness of it, like the all white, and then the, it would have to be, I reckon, the window above the um, sink for sure. Absolutely. And now how big is the space? Oh, good question. I did I did look at this before. Um, I think it's 13, 13 and a half square metres all up. That is a good size for a laundry. It is. It is a good size. And I think, yeah, because I had such small pokey laundries in my previous homes that knowing that I was going to be able to make this space how I wanted it to be, I was able to give it some good, good walk around space. And exactly the size you need when you have five kids. Yes. And it needs to have, it needed to have flow because I have five kids. I mean, you can just imagine the amount of washing. And for some reason, these kids, I don't know how many outfits they change in one day and I don't know why, but I end up with so much laundry that I really needed to have a good flow and bench space, you know, when it came to folding clothes and stuff like that. So I really thought about that when designing this space as well. And so what stage of the design process did you start thinking about this space? Was it always a high priority for you? Um, I think the size of it definitely was. I was kind of laughing about this to a friend actually um, talking about the laundry space because it was actually my not on my high list of priority as far as design function style goes. I knew I wanted a big space. But I think it came kind of towards the end with how I really wanted, you know, it to look and feel as far as what finishes I used in here, the flow of it. Um, I think it was actually when, which was the end of last year, when I had the opportunity to go walk through Sophie Bell's home from Three Birds Renovations. Her home's beautiful. Isn't it? It is just, I mean, the, the photos are amazing, but to walk through and see it in real life is even better. It's such a beautiful home. But it was her laundry that I was drawn to as far as the kind of layout of it, the size, the window above the sink. I actually, in my my plans, my original plans, I had the big round window above the sink in here and I changed it last minute. As much as I loved the round window, I just felt the space in my, my laundry area needed a square window and I'm so happy that I did. But that probably gave me a little bit of push of kind of how I wanted the layout and style of the, yeah, the room to be, but that was quite later on. Like I said, I, I, I knew I wanted a large space, but I didn't really put too much more thought into it until I came to, you know, picking finishes and everything for the room. Wow. So my next question was going to be what your must haves were when designing it, but I'm guessing that changed a lot after you went through Sophie's house. 
It did. It did. Like I, um, I mean, I knew I wanted, especially, I think it's, it's the thing to have now in your laundries is some pull out laundry hampers. That was a huge must have that I just wanted to have just being a big family and knowing that I had, you know, a place to put it all in here rather than bringing dirty baskets into the laundry. Um, I wanted a must have actually on my list, which I'm not, I don't think Sophie does have. I kind of added this in here was I wanted a walk-in cupboard space. I do have a walk-in linen cupboard, but I just wanted, I wanted it to be hidden so you couldn't see it when you did enter the room, which it is, that it's kind of off to the left-hand side of the laundry. But you don't just feel kind of all your like extra bits and pieces that you don't want on display, but they're kind of like your storage items in a way, like, you know, your extra shampoo and I don't know if anyone else is like me, but I like to have a little bit of everything in stock in my home. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's a mum thing. I don't know, but I've always been that way. We're almost like want my own little kind of shopping aisle in my cupboard. We are so, same. And this sounds so good, bad. Good. We don't hoard toilet paper, but we keep extra toilet paper in the laundry all the time, like yes. all that stuff. So do I. And I'm always like, if the kids run out of anything, I'm like, go into the walk-in laundry cupboard, everything's in there and I've kind of got it all in its order as if you were walking down a shopping aisle. So I really wanted that in here for that purpose and so I'm I'm so happy but that was definitely my must-have that I was, yeah, I'm so glad I had the space to put it in here but um, that's definitely on top of my list there. And then just plenty of cupboard space because, again, you want to be able to hide everything. You don't want everything out on display in a laundry. You kind of, I think laundries can be such a space that gets so cluttered and they're always, you know, we always have dirty laundry. So it's always out there and you kind of, it's hard to keep the place looking nice. So I think when you have a lot of cupboard space, you've got your laundry hampers, you've got hidden cupboards, then you can still enjoy the space, even though it's a laundry, if that makes sense. Yeah, because it is one of those spaces that it it's hard to keep it, you know, as yeah. with something like Instagram worthy all the time because mm -hmm. I mean, dirty washing is mm -hmm. unsightly. But I think, yeah, the way to combat that is with storage and to really think about those spaces before you get into your build stage. It's a design yeah. priority. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're so right because I have people comment saying, how does your laundry stay like that? I'm not like, no, this is Instagram. This is just worthy for my Instagram page. But reality is it does. It gets cluttered a lot with clothes and folding and, you know, all the extra stuff. So that was, yeah, going the extra space in here was I mean, if you can, going the extra space in that laundry is, it's so good because you do, you have a space for everything where there shouldn't be anything left on display. So, yeah, I think if you can do it and you can push that that size, I mean, I'm lucky I'm a one level home and I've positioned my laundry in a way where I could push out the space a little bit more, um, but it's definitely helped with, keeping it looking like an inviting space. And now let's chat a bit about the materials that you used in the space. I know you've got a little bit of a list together. So let's start yeah. from the floor and we'll work our way up. 
So the flaws, I mean, you'll see if you follow me on my page that I do love a terrazzo look tile. And um, again, keeping with that kind of white on white theme, I've got the white terrazzo look tiles on the floor. And the tile I went for is an internal and external tile. So it's got a bit of grit to it. Like it, well, not grit, but it's a matte tile. So I just felt it was a perfect durable tile for a well-used area. Um, so we've got that on the floor. And then on the walls, I've gone with a very popular tile from Tile Cloud, which is called the Newport Matte Tile. And it's a square and small subway tile. And I've kind of just thrown them in a random pattern on the wall. And it's got such a beautiful kind of, um, it's not a flat finish, if that makes sense. It's it's kind of got texture to it. So when you look at it, uh, I don't know, it just, it, it gives us gives off a lot of texture. So even though it's a white wall, like of tiles, it's the texture and the different tones of white in it that really kind of make it pop. Um, what else have we got in here? So I've gone with, the they call it the organic white caesar stone bench tops mm -hmm. in here which i love so much like it's um when you think of organic white i guess you probably wouldn't think you wouldn't think of the 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 style that it is but it's got like a bit of a touch of pattern through it but it's ever so subtle um, it's almost like a cloud isn't it we have the it we is. have same bench tops in our laundry and kitchen yes. and it's it's almost got like a not a smoky thing but it's got like that sort of fleck like it doesn't look it does. industrial yeah no. but there's something about it like it's it's got floaters in it yeah it does and I think the name kind of throws it off a bit to be honest because I think if you say organic white to someone they could could be turned off by but you really got to see it to um appreciate it but yeah it's a beautiful bench top i'm so in love with this organic white and it just looks so nice against the white cabinetry it does and it's because it does have that little bit of gray in it mm -hmm. that it looks nice against white cabinetry and it doesn't show exactly. the little bits of dirt like you would if you had a stark white bench yeah, top exactly and that's why i think it's like you said perfect for a kitchen bench or a laundry bench where you know it's kind of like a well-used area. It's perfect. And what about the cabinets? The cabinets were just done a two-pack finish, but it's the, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like it's got the VJ panelling look on it. Um, but it's 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 finished off in two-pack and we went with the same colour as the walls in our home, which is Dulux white on white, because I wanted that mm -hmm. to kind of blend nicely with our, uh, paint colour on the wall and then we've got um, our beautiful brushed brass ABI tapware that I've got you'll notice throughout the whole home um, which yeah. is just a nice little touch of luxe in that white space. That brushed brass tapware that they brought out is one of the nicest shades of tapware I've seen. Yes. We went the gunmetal because we were brave. I love that too. No, I love the gunmetal. Because it just, it's just something different. It's yeah. like it, it brings a lot of character to a space the same way the brush brass does. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's almost a feature in itself. 
I think if I didn't do the brush brass, the gun metal would have been my next choice for sure. I love the gun metal. I think, yeah, it's just like you said, it's a nice, it's a statement in, a, in itself. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And now one of my favourites, those handles on the door. Can you oh, tell us about them? Those handles apparently have sold out now till next year, which oh. I feel so sad for everyone who's been trying to get them because they are, they're honestly so beautiful. And again, these handles were inspo from when I saw Three Birds Renovations do Sophie Bell's Home when I watched the Renault series for that. And yep. as soon as I saw them, again, I was like, I want them, I, I put mine, put them in the butler's pantry as well, as did she. But when we were designing the space for the laundry and doing, you know, the finishes for that, I thought, you know what, these will look really nice in here as well. Again, being an all white space, it just brings that point of difference, that kind of raw material, the rattan look. It's like perfection. And then it's got the touch of brass on the end of the handles, which ties perfectly with the tapware. And now that basin as well, can you yeah. tell us where that one's from? So that's from Farmhouse Sinks. And all Ooh. our kitchen, our butlers, that's also from Farmhouse Sinks. So they also do the undermount version or obviously the butler's style. Um, and because, again, my theme of my home is very coastal country, these were my little elements that were bringing that country back into the coastal feel. So I really felt that throwing the butler's sink in here, it didn't take away from the coastal vibe, but it just brought that touch of, you know, levelling it out. And we don't see photos of them too much, but what appliances have you got in there, your washer-dryer? Um, okay, so I've got LG and they just sit nicely under the bench top side by side. Um, I don't know. I'm actually testing these guys out and the washing machine's great, but I'm not a fan of the dryer. It doesn't do the job for me. Sorry, LG. <laughs> but um, because I wanted them to make, you know, obviously they're on display when you do come in here. So I did want them to match. I think it's important if you can match your washer and dryer if they're going to be in an open seam space of your laundry then do it because it does definitely help with the look of the room um but yeah so they're literally you as soon as you walk into my laundry um they're smack bang there on your right hand side as you walk in so they you're kind of hidden but right in your face at the same time yeah i know exactly how you feel about having twins in there i have to have them match I know. And my husband was like, our other one's fine. And I'm like, uh, but look how different they look. It's just throwing the whole room off. <laughs> well, if you're looking, I have the Bosch Series 8 washer and heat pump dryer. Fantastic. Yeah. Really? Okay. Amazing. That was my other one I was looking at, but I didn't know anyone who'd had them. So I, you know, you kind of want to get a feel of someone you know, because I feel like the reviews aren't always true going with yeah. LG. So I may have to look into the Bosch because, again, I have a lot of washing and I need to dry a lot and it's just not working for me. Now, we've already kind of chatted about how Sophie influenced your laundry. Is there mm -hmm. any other builders or designers who inspired you for this space and your home as a whole? 
Um, for this space itself, um, like I said, this ended up being a very kind of thrown together last minute as far as picking tiles because I, I can't remember what I chose for this room originally, but it actually wasn't the Newport. Um, and then when I went to order them when it was time to order tiles, um, they were not available and they weren't going to be for a few months. So that was out of the question. So I had to kind of last minute pick a different tile. Um, so once I picked my tile, that actually kind of set me to what I was going to do in the rest of the space, which was very similar to my kitchen butler's pantry area as far as the handles went, the two-pack uh, cupboard doors, um, and then I had used the organic white in other bathrooms. So I literally just... It's funny that this room has kind of been like the most loved room because it was actually one that I just had to throw together quite quickly whilst we were in the middle of building and it's turned out perfect. So I don't, apart from, yeah, Sophie Bell and helping me out with kind of the window idea and um, the kind of layout of the space and those handles, everything else was just okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Yep, that'll work. That'll work. And just had to really kind of throw it together as is. And this is what we've ended up with. And then, yeah, I'm really happy with it. And what's your one tip for anyone who is about to design their laundry? Oh, good question. Um, okay. So I think, oh, I've got a few, but I think if you can my one tip would be if you can make sure you situate your laundry in a, in an area of your home that it's going to receive enough natural light. I think there's a lot of homes that have been built where maybe the laundry was forgotten till last minute and it ends up being kind of on the cold corner of the house so it doesn't receive much sunlight. It's cold during summer and then freezing during winter and it's it becomes like a dark space and not in, in you know not a inviting space. Um, so yeah, I think my one big tip would be really be mindful where you situate it on your plans if you can, if you're building for the first time, and making sure it receives that natural sunlight. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was awesome to hear more about this laundry that we see so much of and it's been so popular. Can't wait to see what you do next. Amazing. Thanks, Lauren.